What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another business breakthrough. I sit down with somebody I went to elementary middle school with who I hadn't talked to in about 10 years, and uh, he found me on Instagram, and he wants to start his painting business. So this was an awesome episode of just helping an old friend out and really just diving into the startup of somebody wanting to come into the business that doesn't know the business. So um, for those of you who are just starting out that are not, you know, contractors by trade and wanting to start a business, uh, this is a great business breakthrough for you. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with Rich Burke, kind of cool. We went to school together, elementary school, middle school. And uh, he found me after like 12 years through Reddit and then found the podcast. Now we're here. He's looking to start his painting business, Gorilla Painting, up in Philly, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, cool. So um, briefly just chatting, man. So so when it when you tell me that um, you're kind of just going into it, you don't really like, you're not really a painter. Why pick the painting business? Like what was the motivation behind that? Oh, I was just going through like uh, different types of businesses and like what what which business would be like a low startup and yeah. just uh, a big return. Yeah. Well, you're in the right business for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and I think, to be honest, man, like you have a little bit of a strategic advantage if you come in with a sales and marketing mindset. I think that's kind of what the, the goal was for you, right? Yeah. I mean, um, like that, that's definitely like the end goal. I want to like, if I have to start doing it, like with the physical work, like the labor and stuff in the beginning, but like, yeah, I also want to venture off just to do like the marketing and like, you know, getting jobs and, you yeah. know, yeah, no, and that's what I, yeah. So when I first started, I did six months, um, really just like putting myself through it, man, just working yeah, with grinding. the crews, grinding, coming home with paint all over me, yeah. you know, like, and it didn't start out that way. Initially, I did buy into the idea that I would be able to go to a job, sell it, find an, an, uh, an independent contractor. In other words, just somebody who didn't want to be an employee that I just write a check to to do it. Um, and it worked for a couple jobs, you know, it actually okay. did. I'm like, man, this is too easy. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is great. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, and it's just, exactly. so, so, it wasn't as easy as you think after a while, because they started trying to sell their own work. They started trying to tell me they couldn't make it that day. And I really had no authority to be like, yo, why aren't you at work? You know what I'm saying? Because they're, they're essentially yeah, a contractor. Exactly. They're, they're like their own business. So then they wouldn't tell the customer. Like, so they, they wouldn't tell them. So I would find out they, they didn't go to work. Maybe I didn't get with them the night before and, and chat with them. And the customer would be like, where are they? And I'd be like, uh, they're not there, you know? And, and I can't have them clock in because what? They're not employees, right? So yeah, like, yeah. like, bro, like these things that were coming up were just really just like tarnishing my brand. I'd be like, all right, actually, you know what? I'm going to come over today and I'd go paint just to save the reputation. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So things like that just got old. And, uh, I had one guy that was working alongside of the contractor that I hired 
and he was a cool dude. And I'm like, Hey man, listen, you know, I don't know how, you know, how much you want to work with him. The other guy was, wasn't really a business owner, dude. He was like smoking on the job. Like, <laughs> you know, just somebody just didn't care, man. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I can offer you great opportunity to be an employee. You know, are you interested? And, uh, that's kind of how it kicked off. So me and him started painting. Um, okay. you know what I'm saying? Me and him actually started doing the actual work. Um, and then from there, it was just building the team, identifying what his strengths were. I really kind of had to put him in a position of kind of just like a manager when I was gone. So we would paint, I would put him in charge. I'd be like, all right, I need you to get this done, this done, this done. I'm going to go do an estimate. And then I'd come back and that would be kind of the workflow until I'd be like, you know, and luckily I had people I went to school with that knew I was, I was starting a painting business. So they needed jobs. So I'd find some friends you know, early on, like, and, and we didn't really know what we were doing. Um, so I, I took on really easy work. Like that's something that I think you're, you might run into is that you might want to take on like drywall just because like somebody wants to pay you for it and the money's exciting, but dude, you're going to go through a lot of stress if you, if you don't really know what you're doing. And I think Mm. like, so I was talking to somebody actually earlier, man. And I think like when it comes, is this your first business or have you owned a business before? Uh, no, this is pretty much my first business. Yeah. All right. So, so just, it was just about a mindset really is like understanding that, you know, it all starts with your marketing and, and early yeah. on in your business, all early on, early, do you don't need, do you need a license for uh, what you're doing or no? Uh, I don't think so in PA. No. Okay. So really what it comes down to is really how much are you willing to invest up front on getting leads, you know, cause leads are essentially what's going to give you the, the confidence to bring on help. And, um, you know, my first suggestion to you is to think of it like this. You have two options to get your name out there. You go to it and create the need by knocking on doors or blasting Facebook or doing whatever you can do organically, um, which still requires your time, or you can speed up that process and just pay please. Okay. Like, that mindset was a shift that I had to adopt early on because I did knock on doors for like one day. And I'm like, I freaking yeah, hate I did this, that man. Too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, you did I it too? Yeah, like door hangers and stuff. Yeah. No no results, right? No results. No results. No, yeah, and no no callbacks, no nothing. Like, yeah. Nothing. So you got to really understand the business on the, on the customer side. Because the customer side is essentially identifying, like, is it a want or is it a need? You're in a business that satisfies both. Let me break it down. So you might have people that are moving out of their house. So mm-hmm. that's like a, that's like a need. They, they need you in order to get to their end goal. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Right. So you got to go through the buying process of somebody like that. And thankfully nowadays with so much social distancing and not as much communication, and it's just been like that for a while now, everyone's usual first reaction is to punch in painting on Google and see who comes up. Not everyone knows an established painting company. If they do know somebody, the majority of people are kind of weary to hire them in case something goes wrong and it mm-hmm. kind of ruins that relationship. So majority of people are comfortable going on Google and looking up someone to call. Okay. So let's talk about online presence in this conversation. So really what it comes down to is if somebody types in painter in, you know, Philly or wherever you're at, are you able to be found right now? 0% chance, yes. but you want to get that Google presence to a point where it's like at least 10 reviews that'll put you in the top 25%. And you haven't gotten much work done, but I think that character reviews are still really good. So if you got friends and family that want to vouch for you, like with your character, 
tell them to leave a review about character. Don't tell them to lie about a paint job that you didn't do. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, of course, you yeah, know, just do that. And you'll get some Google reviews up at least to where people are like, oh, this, they're, they're a five-star company. Even with 10 reviews, you might get a chance of getting a phone call. So that's like, that's like a, a more passive approach. But really what we're trying to do is put, put your company in the position of where people will be traveling. That's the way I, I kind of phrase it when they actually need your service. Cause that's a thing that people aren't planning for. They're not like doing months of research. Like if they're ready to buy a car, they're not looking up all the features. Yeah. It's usually something that when they need it, that's when they make the call. They need it. Yep. Okay. But you got to think where would people be when they need it? There's another service. It's called Angie. Now it used to be home advisor. Have you heard of it? No, I, I'm, I'm part of home advisor. You are on home advisor. Yeah. Yeah. I just never heard of Angie. Yeah, they well, it's they just bought the company. They're going through a transition. So, are you have you paid for leads with Home Advisor yet? No, I just set up my account and everything. Okay, have they charged you for anything or no? No, I mean, um, like they sent, uh, they gave me a quote was like three hundred dollars a week. Okay, so really, you have to understand how that works. Let me break that down because you can lose a ton of money if you don't know what you're doing. So, with Home Advisor leads. You're going to find people that have high, high need, right? They're put, they actually go through the process of putting in all their information, right? When's the last time you actually put in your address for someone to come over to your house? It's been a while. Yeah. Unless they're delivering a pizza. You yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, think about it like that. Like, so at that point, they go through the channel of actually saying, okay, I want to quote for this high need. Okay. When you get a lead like that, you've got to be on it. Like you can't wait. You can't just like, like, I know you probably wouldn't now, but you could be busy and be like, oh, I'll call this lead later. No, like within seconds, yeah, yeah, within yeah. seconds, you got to pick up that phone because you're not the only one getting the lead. Home advisor is not stupid, dude. They're not just going to sell it to you for your measly 50 bucks. They're going to sell it to all your competitors and try to capitalize four or 500 bucks on that one lead. You know what okay. I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. if you're not one of the first to contact, forget it, you know, so it's important to know that concept when it comes to buying leads or else you're just going to be stuck in the mud and you're going to be frustrated because you're not converting them to estimates. Okay. So buying leads, that kind of just understanding the need, that's who you want to serve right now. That's where you want to be. The want people, those are the people that just want to freshen up the house. They have a Pinterest look. They want to maybe get the nursery painted. Like those want people, um, you know, they're just not as motivated to move forward than somebody who has a need. So just think about where people would look for painting when they need it and align yourself and your company with that. And you're going to get leads, but home advisor is a great start, man. I always tell people that. Cause like, that's what I used to get started. And it just puts you in the job. Like you can just start cranking it. You know, if you do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm also um, on thumbtack. Thumbtack. Same deal, man. Just make yeah. it easy. Just communicating effectively. Um, you know, just, you know, early on, man, like you've got to really try to separate yourself. You have no reputation. You really don't know what you're doing as much yeah. as an experienced person, but that doesn't mean you can't be different in terms of like conveying that you're going to create a great experience just because of how trustworthy you look and how you are. And like, that's still something that's sought after in this industry it always will be your clean yeah, your cut. Character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Character. You're going to show up on time. Maybe you got some nice business cards made and, and, and they feel that, oh, okay, this is a professional. This is somebody that takes pride in what they do. Um, do you have anybody that you feel like you can work alongside or somebody that would, would join you on the job? No, like that's what uh, another issue I was going to have was like finding good help, you know? 
Yeah. So really, I mean, that's, that's everyone's issue, you know, and it really comes down to can good help find you. That's my response to that always is like right now, bro, if you were to look for a job, what would you do? Like, where would you go? Uh, probably indeed. Where do you think everyone else is going? Indeed, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> simple. It's a very simple strategy, but the problem is a lot of people just hire when they need help. Uh, and yeah. that's just like not, essentially not saying, I'm only going to look for work when I'm out of work. Right. Like you always got to be chasing that, um, chasing that next job ahead of the time that you need the job. So there's no lapse. So really what it comes down to is a couple of things. Number one, the best employees or the best people to, to actually work for you are people that are looking for a better opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So for you, with it just being you, you have nothing, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's so do franchises who just open up a franchise in your area. So if I came into your area right now with my brand, I have nothing. I have no employees. It's just me. What's the difference? The strategy, the mindset, the investment. Okay. I would, I would get to where I'm at in Florida in three months up there, if I, with what I know. So that's, oh, what yeah, kinda, that's you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's the same so, thing. so you could do, you could do the same thing, maybe not to the scale of which I am, but it's just the, the growth mindset of first, let me understand that there needs to be a role attached to this hire. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to find people that want a better opportunity, well, guess what? You need to be looking for a project manager, right? So you're framing this ad to say, hey, brand new painting startup, gorilla painting. We're highly motivated for growth. We believe in paying top dollar for great talent. And we're looking for somebody to work alongside the owner to be a project manager to oversee projects. If this is something that you would be interested in, please apply. Okay. Somebody who's a painter right now, who's been asking his boss, for more responsibility comes across that ad. And now you have provided a better opportunity. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely makes sense. Now, if you just say, Hey, I'm looking for a painter with experience and a driver's license and a, you know, and, and, and two hands, you're just, that's what you're going to get. And that you can't really grow with that. So, you know, that's my, that's my advice on that. And then spend the money on the, on the, on the ads for that, because it's just, that's a great investment. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, like I know you said low startup costs to entry into this business. There's a difference between low startup cost and startup capital to expand. So like for me, I see it as this. You should set aside $1,000 for marketing. You should set aside $1,000 for payroll. And you should finance your paint for the first 30 days through Sherwin-Williams. Okay. Have you set up a credit account with them yet? Uh, not yet. Cause, um, my LLC just like got the paperwork went through and everything. Okay. So cool. So do you think you're going to be approved for the credit line? How's your credit? Uh, yeah, I think like, yeah. Yeah. So they usually give good. you a thousand to get started and it's 0% okay. interest. So bro, there's nothing like it. It's great. So just put all the paint on there. Right. And that frees up your cash flow, So you can pay that employee. You can spend money on marketing. Um, but that's kind of where I want to stop because I want to see if you have any questions because, you know, I know it was a lot, but I'm just trying to give you some foundational things, you know, uh, that have helped me. But really what it comes down to is getting that project manager in place, 
and they're just building that team, man. Try to try to get to a point where you're at a team of three, you know, and look at the costs of the jobs. Like if you're selling a job for five grand, think about, okay, number one, how long is this job going to take? And how much do I have to pay as the business owner to have this job produced? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, how do you, um, depend on like, how do you, um, determine like how much you're supposed to get per job? Like, yeah. That's the big question, man. So, so first thing is you have to understand that like, you've got to eliminate yourself from the equation. Like you can't price jobs emotionally because then you're going to like, it's going to skew the, like the legitimacy of the pricing. Like, in other words, you might say like, man, like this is big. Let me add an extra 500 bucks just cause I'm going to have to do that. Like, don't do that. That's number one, right? Everything should be dialed in. Right. So the first thing you want to do off the bat is identify how much product you're going to need. Okay. So when you look at a full house, and again, you're at a little bit of a disadvantage because you don't have the experience to know this, but my, yeah, exactly. but, yeah. but, but if you find the right project manager, mm. he could come along with you and be like, Hey man, I think we're going to need 15 gallons for this. Okay. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like you might get somebody with experience to kind of work alongside you to guide you through this initially. Yeah. And I did definitely that. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Right. And I did that. Like I was learning from the people I hired, how to even paint. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't know how to paint the outside of a house when I first started. No clue. Yeah, me either. Like that's yeah. that's uh like a big issue right now is like the exterior and like you yeah. know how to do it and stuff like that. Yeah. So um, you know, that that's number one, like is essentially just like identifying the product. And you might say, <laughs> okay, that's 15 gallons of paint. Then you say, Well, how much am I getting per gallon? And let's say it's 50 bucks a gallon. So that's six hundred fifty, that's seven hundred and fifty dollars in product. $50 a gallon, 500. Yeah. 750. Okay. You're getting it for that much. So then you say, okay, for me to produce this job, 750 is the product. That's the high end of what you would spend. Okay. So you know that now, how much is it going to cost me to produce the job with labor? So let's say you have that one guy and you agree to pay him 25 an hour. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pretty going rate up there for a good solid painter, bro. So get yeah, comfortable yeah, yeah. with that number. Okay. 25 an hour. And let's say I'm just going to make it easy on my math here. Let's say it's 250 in a day. So you budget out 250 a day for him and it's going to take him five days. Okay. So that's a thousand bucks. No, it's 1250. Okay. Is that right? Five times. I'm a little tired. <laughs> five times. Yeah. So it's like 1250 plus the 750. Okay. So you know that your entire cost is what? Two grand, right? Yeah. So you, it's kind of like working backwards, but it's the smart way to do it because you're usually doing it worst case scenario. Like you would, I, ah, maybe it'll take them six days, you know, so let me put, let me budget it out for six. Maybe I might use 12 gallons, but I'm going to budget out for 15, you know? Yeah. So you know that the whole cost is two grand. So at the very least, you need to sell the job for $2,001 to make a dollar, right? Yeah. So well, in other like, words, how, how do you determine how much you're going to make? Right. So this next part of it. You should be aiming for 50%. Oh, 50%. so another that, yeah, that's like the, that's like the North star, but early on in your business, just yeah. to get jobs, you should be aiming for 30 to 35%. Okay. So in other words, if you're trying to hit 50%, you're pricing that job at four grand. Okay. I'm not even going to attempt to come up with these margins, but you understand that like three grand would be a lot. You'd be right where like you would make a thousand dollars. You would make a thousand the business, 
your your employee would make his thousand his twelve fifty, and then the paint's paying paint seven fifty. So you have a thousand. You may pocket five hundred, reinvest two fifty in the marketing, and then reinvest two fifty. And it's like you just have to understand that concept of like coming up with the cost first. And then boom, delivering the price with those costs built in and identifying how much you're going to make before you do the job. And again, that comes with experience. That's why I'm saying like for you, the only thing that you should be focused on right now is finding number one, somebody with experience. Number two, somebody that wants to grow alongside with you to help you build the business. There's people out there that just are ready for that. And yeah, you yeah, have an honest conversation. Say, look, man, you know, I'm starting this business. I'm taking the risk you know, to do this, I'm putting all my money up to do it. I just need somebody I could trust to run the jobs and somebody that can work alongside me to teach me things that I need to know. So we can, we can hit, hit this next level. And it might take you four or five interviews to find that right person. That's willing to take that. Um, you know, but that's, that's what you got to do. Yeah. So, um, like other than like Facebook, uh, are there like any other search engines that I could use to like find help? Oh yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you meant indeed, um, you should put out a yeah. Facebook ad. You can boost okay. it, um, for hiring, you know, you'll get some applications there. I'll give you my hiring course so you can go through it. Some okay, cool. lessons. It'll teach you what you need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And then, uh, so indeed's good zip recruiter, like indeed and zip recruiter are like the same. I would definitely do Craigslist though. Craigslist is, Craigslist. Uh, yeah. in the skilled trades, you can look there right now, like after this call and you can see like everyone hiring painters and, and plumbers and all that stuff in there. It's a really popular thing for people to look at. But again, it's all about framing your ad, bro. Like what you're going to attract, like you got to build it. Like, Hey, I'm a starting up, you know, this company we're, we're a startup growing fast, like looking for a project manager and you're going to get somebody who's interested in being with a brand new company who, and you could say pays $25 an hour, you know, um, for ex expert level skill set, done. Gotcha. Bro, you don't think people are looking at all times of the day of a better opportunity? Oh, hell yeah. You know, you know, I mean, that's Shit, just I've been the there way. too. You know? Yeah, it's just the way it works. So, you know, there's a lot more we can get into, but not really without this foundational stuff of just like being comfortable yeah, yeah. hiring before you're ready. Do you have any jobs lined up? No, no. Like, uh, okay. I'm just, right, when was the like last time you done an estimate? Stuff. I haven't even done one yet. You haven't done one yet. So you're just getting all the paperwork in order first? Yeah, yeah. I had a lead from Thumbtack, but I was going to do like some more research on how to like estimate. And um, like the lead was like six bedrooms, um, ceiling, walls. Trim. Way too big for you. Yeah. Way too big. Don't do that. Yeah. Gotcha. You'll get killed. You'll get absolutely yeah. killed. Start with, a, start with a couple bedrooms. Okay. You know, and, and home advisor can help you with that because if you tell them, Hey, I only want, um, like one bedroom, two bedroom just to get started. Um, they'll you know send you saying? leads for that. Yeah. 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 Okay. They'll send you leads for that. So, um, but yeah, man, that's where I want you to get started. Honestly, bro. Like here in, here in the situation, I love that you're getting things in line. You got insurance. No, not yet. Get some general liability, you know, okay. million dollar policies, like 80 bucks a month. You know, nation, yeah. yeah, nationwide's pretty good. And okay. then, uh, do you have a business bank account? No, not yet. Like I said, like it, I just got the. Yeah, you got to get that yeah. going. Okay, we'll just start thinking in that direction. Just a business bank account, and then uh, you know you're ready to rock. Cool. You know, um, but yeah, man. I mean, is that the major? Do you have any other major questions? No, that's pretty much it, man. Cool, man. Let me let me uh, we'll wrap this up, bro. I appreciate it. Was it helpful? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, awesome, man. man. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on, man. One second. All right, bro. I appreciate it.
Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals that's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time, it's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com. And we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.